0: Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. And welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host and business development manager at Engage. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to welcome you to this week's show. Today we are talking about LinkedIn profile tips, tricks, and new features that you need to know to compete in the digital resume Era. That is going to be our topic today. We have a very special guest here who is going to share all kinds of tips and tricks that you don't want to miss. Also, be sure to stick around because after today's talk, I'll be sharing our Engage digital marketing news tip of the week. This week's tip is incredible, especially if you're using the Clubhouse platform. So make sure you stick around for our tip at the end of the show. Before we get started on today's topic, I want to mention that all of today's valuable content is brought to you by Engage. Engage is the world's only free forever suite of premium communication, marketing, sales, and support tools, including Engage Live Chat bots, multiple channel inbox to manage all of your email and messaging channels, automation, help desk, and more. If you want an easier way to manage all of your communication channels, the Engage inbox has you covered. Or if you have a website and you don't yet have a chat button installed on your website, You are missing out on valuable leads. You're missing out on sales, gathering customer information. And most importantly, you're missing out on giving your customers the ultimate customer experience. So make sure you check out Engage.com after the show because Engage has all of those incredible tools to help you grow and scale your company. And also, of course, provide your customers with the best customer service. It's www.engage, that's N-G-A-G-G-E.com. You can see it right there on the bottom of your screen. After the show, pop over to Engage and check it out. Okay, you've waited long and hard all week. You're waiting for all these incredible LinkedIn profile tips, tricks, and new features to help you compete in the digital resume era. Well, that is what we're talking about today. And our incredible guest is Deidre Cox. Deidre, welcome to today's show. Now, if you don't, oh, sorry, what was that? I said, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. If you don't know Deidre Cox, she's here all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, and you need to know Deidre. As the founder of Career Imagery, Deidra brings 20 years of recruitment expertise spanning corporate, staffing, executive search, and RPO environments. She has received certification as a LinkedIn expert, has partnered with LinkedIn Profounder, oh, excuse me, Profinder as a career strategist and also works for Microsoft as a global talent sourcer. Deidre is passionate about guiding job seekers through a job market that has drastically changed due to technology and automation. She enjoys inspiring others, helping them to stand out, and as she says, stop digital traffic online and feel confident through the recruiting process. She is in high demand for speaking engagements, and with this impressive span of experience and knowledge, it is no wonder that thousands of professionals and entrepreneurs flock to Deidre to help with rebranding their careers or businesses through resume portfolios, LinkedIn optimization, executive bios, coaching, and more. Her part- people want to partner with her. People flock to her. They want her help and her coaching. And we are so lucky to have her here today. And here she's going to help you discover new trips, tips, and features on LinkedIn to help you stand out in today's digital resume era. Well, quite an introduction, but well deserved and and much earned, Han huh, Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Absolutely, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Marissa. How can I top that introduction? First of all, but <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you uh, having me here today. So
0: absolutely. Exciting. Well, I know everybody's tuning in on LinkedIn Live right now because we all know if you're not on LinkedIn right now, you kind of don't exist, especially if you are in the job search. Or you're changing careers, or if you're a rec- if you are a recruiter looking for you know a valuable employee to add to your to your to your company. So let's Thank learn you. a little bit more about you and share with our audience how you got into the coaching and really the LinkedIn certification career path that you're in now. So how did you get into your coaching and um, your LinkedIn really way of life?
1: <laughs> Definitely. It is a way of life for sure. <laughs> um, you know, I, you said it. I mean, I've been in the industry for, for a really long time, for about 20 years. And I think this industry honestly found me. It, it chose me. Uh, I I was actually working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car and I was recruited into the recruiting industry and I started in staffing. And uh, again, I've, I've recruited in almost every environment, uh, but mainly about 12 years in staffing where you're working really hard to not only identify talent, but to bring in companies and sell those uh, clients to the companies. And so I was always marketing skills and and, and profiles to companies. But then, of course, through all of the platforms that I've recruited on, uh, naturally being uh, a recruiter, I was always interested and very passionate about uh, helping people get noticed and helping people get into the top companies that they were excited about. And another thing that I'm really passionate about is advancing the digital equity in the labor market. Mm. Um, definitely a lot of people don't realize how much technology has changed and how it impacts the recruitment industry. So that's where LinkedIn comes in. So you said it, if you're not on LinkedIn, you're invisible.
0: <laughs> right? And, and it really is a way of life because as we're going to learn today from all of Deidre's experience experiences There are a lot of tips and tricks and things that you can do to stand out to recruiters. And we're going to dive into some of those tips in just a moment, but I do want to invite you, if you are watching right now and you have a question for Deidre, make sure you leave us a comment or the question you have in the comment section, whether you're watching on LinkedIn or you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, we want to hear from you. So drop your comment or question in the comment section and let us know also where you're watching from. We are a global show. Deidre's here from Atlanta. And I do want to share that Corrine just shared that she's watching from Connecticut. So thank you so much for tuning in, Corrine. If you have any questions for Deidre, you can drop them in the comment section below. I also see a comment on my phone. I don't see it in the comment section, so I can't pop it up. But William says he's really looking forward to this talk. He said, our content is very helpful. And he says, thank you for sharing this valuable content. So William, thank you so much for watching. Okay, Deidre, one question that we ask every guest, because I think it really sets the tone for how you're helping your clients. And that question is, what is the most common problem that clients are coming to you and looking for you to solve for them?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Marissa. I think a lot of people are wondering how do I get past that system called an applicant tracking system, the ATS, to get noticed, to get seen by an actual human being. There's a lot of questions and a lot, a lot of misconceptions about the applicant tracking system and getting past the keyword algorithms so that again, they can get engagement on the platform or in general.
0: I would be asking you that question too, because that actually sounds quite scary, right? It sounds like there's like these people online with badges that are like, you don't have the right words in your profile. Like, you're not getting a job is kind of what that sounds like, which is scary, especially if someone is new to LinkedIn, right? And maybe they are changing careers. Absolutely. Um, I wanna say that Ben is tuning in from Toronto and he says hello. Also from Atlanta, a LinkedIn user who is, Oh, okay. So I can see it on my phone. Her name is Rashida. Rashida is here watching from Atlanta and she's a huge fan of yours, Deidre. Thank you for watching, Rashida. Rashida. Yeah. Okay. Next question I have for you is, do you feel like the question of, of how do I stand out and how do I get through the algorithm problem? Do you feel like that question is the same for every industry, every company size, every job seeker or every recruiter? You know, I would
1: say that typically applicant tracking systems it, it, it in a general general sense, yes, but the smaller mm-hmm. companies may not use applicant tracking systems. So it there definitely may not be as big of a concern there. But for the majority of people that I encounter, professionals uh, across all industries, it is a general rule of thumb for medium-sized to larger enterprises. So it's okay. the way we're going. I mean, in order to honestly be able to track the, uh, the candidate experience, the candidate processes, most companies, if you don't have an applicant tracking system, it's, it's pretty difficult. So it's a, it's a general rule of thumb that people should know
0: about. Great. Great. Yeah. Well, Jacqueline is now tuning in from Atlanta as well. Looking forward to hearing from Deidre Cox at Career Imagery. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. You've got quite the fan club, Deidre. I love this. <laughs> Hi everybody. (laughs) Right. This is what makes live streams so interesting and so engaging because you do have the chance to actually interact with the audience. Another Atlanta viewer tuning in, Raven says hello also from Atlanta and thanks for the invite Deidre. Hi
1: Raven. Thank you for coming.
0: All right, let's get into why everyone is here today, Deidre. I mean, you it. help thousands of business professionals improve their branding, their image. You help people stand out on LinkedIn. And as you said, stop digital traffic. I think that is so cool. Let's talk about this phrase that you've coined, which is the digital resume era. What exactly does that phrase mean? And and how has this idea of the digital resume era really changed the way that recruiters and job seekers are using LinkedIn?
1: That's a great question. Um, technology, to sum it up, you know, technology and automation has changed the game so much, Marissa. I would say a lot of uh, the clients that come to me, they they say initially, I just need a resume. That's really all I need is a, is a resume. So they're stuck on the paper resume. But in reality, mm-hmm. almost 90% of recruiters They actually are on the LinkedIn platform and they start there. They initiate their process there. And if they're interested, then they request your resume. Now, if you're applying directly to the company, then, you know, obviously your resume is is leading the race. Right. Mm -hmm. But we still cross reference our talent on this platform, because if you think about it, Marissa, would you buy a product, say, on Amazon that you couldn't see the picture of?
0: We both know the answer to that. Even when right. I can see the picture, I look at 20,000 20, pictures before I commit to buying uh, one. And and then, uh, absolutely.
1: And yeah, then you want to read the reviews. reviews, right? There you go. There you go. So we're much the same as, you know, recruiters. We want to see your picture. We want to read about you. And the challenges are that a lot of people, some people don't even put a picture up there. And if they do, it may not be the right picture. Uh, some people mm-hmm. don't. To upload their resume or content so that we can read about you. So in this digital resume era, LinkedIn platform, it's, it's creating your resume in a digital format. And what a lot of people don't realize is that the LinkedIn profile is optimized so that it, mm. it should be optimized so that you're searchable we all want our, our, the recruiters to find us. We want your profile to, we want our profiles to work while we're sleeping, right? We want someone to, cause we're always searching as recruiters. We look day, night, evening, you know, we look on holidays, on weekends, and we're always searching for top quality talent. And if you don't have the right keywords in your profile, you're undiscoverable. And so okay. that's the digital resume.
0: Okay. So one thing that you said, which was an amazing statistic, is that 90% of recruiters are on LinkedIn. So as we touched on at the very beginning of this show, if you're a job seeker or you are a recruiter and you're not on LinkedIn, you've already missed a huge opportunity, right, to be seen. So that's a takeaway right here. So if you're not yet on LinkedIn, what are you waiting for? But also, as you just touched on here, the idea of this LinkedIn search optimization or keywords to be able to stand out. Can we talk a little bit about why keyword intelligence or this idea of optimizing and using keywords is so important? And then can you maybe share with us also an example of maybe how you've helped somebody you know, improve their chances of being seen by ch- maybe changing the keywords they were using?
1: Definitely, definitely. So the platform, the way it's optimized, is through, like you said, keyword intelligence, uh, keyword algorithms that allow recruiters to to search for you. So when a recruiter is searching for talent, when you think about it, there's what 760 million people on the platform. So we're certainly not just scrolling through pictures. You know, how do we find our talent based on the job description that we have, based on the the hiring managers um uh, desires for that position and the skills that are needed and um, amongst other things we type in keywords into search filters to find the talent if those keywords don't exist on your platform on the profile then Mm -hmm. you're not going to come up in that search and there's a lot of really unique places in the profile to where those keywords would be should be optimized there's different sections that will tell you even that i'm always talking to my clients about to determine if they're even searchable. So you asked me, Marissa, for an example. So I had a lady that was in sales, but she was trying to make a transition to customer success. She didn't want to really sell anymore. And so if you notice in your dashboard, there are three key algorithms that are very important. Uh, At least one of them is really important, but you'll see in your profile in the middle, one is profile views. That's people who are looking at you across 90 days. You'll also see post views. And then the third is search appearances. Now, that's the one I want to talk about. I usually ask my clients to to click on that number. Generally, it's a lower number. Some people, it's higher. I've seen as low as 10. I've seen as high as 300.
0: And this Uh, is, so, and just in case someone's tuning in, we're talking about our LinkedIn profile. You're saying on the LinkedIn profile, there's going to be a dashboard with three sections. And yeah. you said the first one might be post views, and then it's going to be search. Who, what was who's it? viewed you? you? Oh, that's we. That's very important. Who's view, Who's being nosy, Nelly? Especially right. if it's like an ex boyfriend or something. You're like, ah, you missed me. Uh, right. Who's viewed you? your mm-hmm. post views, and then the keyword searches. Is that right? Search appearances. Now, this search is the one that I, you really have
1: to pay attention to this, you guys. When you see what that number is, if it's low, that means that there are not a lot of people searching you. And how you can prove that mm-hmm. is when you click on that number. Now, if you have a premium account, you can see more data. Okay, so I highly suggest that. But what you'll see when you search on that number, on the top, you'll see the companies that are searching you. Okay. In the middle, you'll see the titles of the people who are searching you. And down underneath that are the keywords that they are finding you uh, by. And mm. so that particular individual that I was helping, she was coming up under all sales, nothing to push her towards the uh, direction of customer success. And it's a very common challenge because a lot of people are transitioning their careers. And mm-hmm. so she realized that they're not going to find me because it's, it's only geared towards sales. So that should show you that if you don't have the right keywords, which is why you have to create a, a keyword driven resume okay. uh, that's geared toward your target role, not just the one that you're in. And you have to have that data, those, that keyword intelligence optimized on the profile as well.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is this is pretty incredible. Um and you said for the search waves who searched you wait what was what was it again the third one it's who searched search what's the
1: verb? Search, <laughs> search appearances. <laughs> search
0: okay. Yeah. For that one I have a question for you and I think many people might have this question. If it says like let's just use an example 30 search appearances and you yeah. click on it and maybe there's like six company names does it mean that somebody from each of those companies actually looked at your profile or does it mean you maybe popped up in a row of candidates, right? Because maybe you had some of what they were searching, but they didn't necessarily click on your profile, right?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So it means that that wherever, whoever's searching you from, and it'll show you the titles of the individuals that are searching you, that you've come up in search revolt, search results. Sorry. Uh, from those particular companies. So it is definitely tracking the, wow. the, the people who are searching certain keywords from, from and it divides it by companies. Just like on post views, you can see what companies may view your post, uh, right? You can see the, mm-hmm. the titles of the individuals. It's the same thing. You know, you can see that LinkedIn tracks very similar data across the platform. So you're coming I have up with work- those results.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I have some more comments and a question I want to share in a minute, but before I get to that, to LinkedIn premium or not to LinkedIn premium? You are then on the the LinkedIn LinkedIn premium train, right?
1: You know, honestly, I'm a proponent of it. Uh, I would say with premium, you get a lot of features that basic users don't, um, Okay. one of and i'll say one of the features right now that are free to for, for the basic now and i think it's great that linkedin's doing this is the digital learning uh normally that's a that's that's reserved for premium users but they are uh trying to help upskill the market right they're trying mm-hmm. to close some of those technology gaps and and provide more learning on the platform so i don't know how long it's going to last uh uh-huh. but once that goes back to a premium feature that's one of the main reasons why i tell people to get premium so that Not only do you get the LinkedIn learning, but you get to see advanced algorithms. And even when you're searching for a job, when you click on the company page, you're able to see insights that a basic user may not be able to see. It goes into details that can help in your job search. So those are just a few of the reasons why you might want to do the premium. I'd suggest trying the the 30-day free option so that you can see some of these advanced uh, algorithms and, and analytics to see if it helps you you get to see who's looking at you. A lot of people want to mm-hmm. know who is viewing mm-hmm. me you know if you're applying for a job is that recruiter looking or someone from that company looking but maybe they're not reaching out maybe I'm not stopping digital traffic here <laughs> right. so you can tell a lot uh, to see the behaviors of the people who are engaging with your profile. And so that's why I, you know, on the other side of stopping digital traffic, making sure you have the the best representation of you from that profile picture to everything that's loaded in there. Um, There's so many things that you can do to really enhance that profile. So it's important to make those influencers take action when
0: they come to your profile call to action, maybe your profile photos on point, you've got a nice banner. So you're using that real estate as we learned from previous shows. And now Deidre's saying, you got to have the right keywords in your profile. If you're looking for a sales job, and maybe you've only done customer, you know, success or customer experience or service in the past, and you don't have certain words to target sales, you may not be you know, coming up in searches where they're using the word sales or marketing or something. So it's very important to have those keywords. If you're just joining us, welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. This is a bi-weekly show. It's produced by the Engage uh, Communications Tech Company. If you haven't checked out Engage after the show, I'll, I'll give you all the details so you can check out Engage. But right now we're talking about LinkedIn and and we've got Deidre Cox here from Atlanta. She's a coach. She's the founder of Career Imagery and she's sharing all these wonderful tips and tricks and really ways to stand out on LinkedIn in this digital resume era. If you have any questions for Deidre, leave them in the comments and I do want to go ahead over to some of those questions now for you, Deidre. Rogerio is joining us and he wants to know, Deidre, do you believe if there is a value for recruiters to receive a kind of standard interview presenting the candidate in video? Ha, Rogerio, funny you ask that because Mm -hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about LinkedIn video features in a moment. Um, But what do you think about that, Deidre, a standard interview in a video, maybe something pre-recorded that you send out to different recruiters? What do you think about that?
1: I think we're absolutely trending towards that. Uh, I think that it's we're in the day and age again, and that still would wrap up into that digital resume error. Um, In this climate that we're in due to the pandemic, uh, employers are not able to do as much face to face. So interviews are not only... Uh, being, you know, had through over Zoom and video conferences, but absolutely, uh, there's so many things that are coming out in terms of new enhancements uh, to the application process, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, uh, in your profile. To where we're we're trending in this direction, so it's a huge value. We want to experience you live and in color. Uh, mm. It it definitely enhances the process. The paper resume. It's becoming extinct.
0: We're like, this over here, get that paper resume out of here, right? (laughs) Right, for sure. Great question, Ruggiero. That was a really great question. And Deidre, you actually just started touching on a little bit of how the pandemic has impacted really recruiting and the career market and, and job searching. So I actually have a question here from Shristi, which ties right into that beautifully. Shristi says, hi, Deidre and Marissa, joining from India, Can you tell us about how the recruiting scenario has changed? You know, I like how she says post-COVID. Shristi, we hope it's post-COVID here with the way things are going. Um, What do you think about that? How has things changed from recruiting standpoint?
1: Yeah, the the biggest way is that we're not bringing people in in person as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we are definitely doing more video calls for sure. Uh, I even have some candidates who are having to do more presentations over, you know, submitting to the employer. So um, you know, we are we were already positioned and poised for this kind of technical shifts. A lot of companies uh didn't struggle in that transition, but it's it's just more numerous. I mean, that's just the way it is. So you have to you have to upskill yourself in terms of using technology. Um another thing is mm-hmm. even the 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 lighting in your background. A lot of people I've had an employer that uh, and I won't name any names, but they turned someone down because they were—it was really dark, and they couldn't see the candidate. They didn't show up well. So not only knowing how to interview, but making sure that you know your background is even staged, right, so that uh, you're able to show up well and you have that executive presence, that corporate appeal. But mainly, uh, the video interviewing is probably okay. it. And then a lot of interview questions may differ as well. Like they want they may want to know. How uh, you what were you doing? How do you keep yourself busy? Um, how are you staying motivated? So being able to answer some of those difficult questions that could also come up to see if you're just, you know, not doing anything or if you're complaining or, you know, what I mean? so ah. they, they may want to know um, how adaptable you are. How do you handle conflict? So it could kind of, uh, you know, deter some of the questions in the interview process as well. So those are just a few ways.
0: That's a great tip too. Not only are you going to be right now, if you're changing careers or looking for a new job, not only are you going going to be working on embracing this digital resume era and adapting to the technological, you know, changes, the upsurge of automation, not only are you going to be adapting, but all the time that you're doing that, you also really have to be preparing yourself for perhaps a digital interview Or being, you know, as Shristi mentioned, the fact that we're getting through this period of COVID, you also have to really be ready to talk about how you've handled that. And and a lot of times, people, I don't know what your experience has been, Deidre, but I think a lot of times when people interview for positions, they're so narrowly focused on their skills. How do I answer that weird question of a challenge I had one time or teamwork? And like they forget that companies want a well-rounded candidate. They want someone who's going to be an asset to the team, both on a skill level and skill set, mm-hmm. you know, you know, kind of scale, but also somebody who's going to bring personality and energy and just life experience. Am I right?
1: Definitely. It's all about the behavioral based uh, interviews. How do mm-hmm. you t- you act? And I often teach the STAR technique to help people uh, to understand how do I give examples? I think one of the common ways that people are turned down for the opportunities during the interview process is they're not able to express um, their accomplishments, their tangible accomplishments, or give enough detail. They're trying to get through that interview question and, and get to the next. <laughs> uh, but the detail is what we need. We want to know how you do what you do. And if you don't know what STAR is, situation, task, action, result. So being able to speak through how you get to a solution mm-hmm. is really, really important. So you've got to be more thorough uh, in the interview process now, because again, it's it's not the touchy-feely in, in-person type of interview. Um, so we're going to kind of drill you down a little bit more <laughs> on those phone screens and video calls.
0: I like that. I'm actually going to put that in the comment section. Situation, action? Mm-hmm. No, situation. situation-
1: task,
0: ask, tasks, Mm -hmm. action, actions, and and results. results. I like that. That is something you need to keep in mind the next time you are going for an interview, whether it's digital, virtual, or in person. Great tip. Um, Tola, Tola is joining us also from Atlanta. Thank you so much, Tola, for joining the the talk today. And Tola has a question for you, Deidre, as well. Tola would like to understand the major importance about having an executive bio. How does Um, an executive bio differ from maybe a traditional bio?
1: Tola, I love that you asked that question. Uh, So one of the ways that we also enhance the profile is we do custom banners for the top that goes above your picture. And we optimize that featured section, uh, which a lot of people don't even know exists in their profile. And it's where we actually place that executive bio. It's in high demand for my clients. I think it honestly just serves as an additive, right? It's just an enhancement. It's just like a woman with You know makeup i mean if you you're beautiful without makeup but when you do put on makeup you know it just enhances what the beauty that's already there so it's going to enhance your profile um it's a compliment to your resume it could uh portray skills and 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 side projects uh side um accomplishments some for one customer for one client um we captured his 15 about 10 15 year career history but his military experience was well beyond that. And so we didn't have much room to place on his resume. So we did a military bio and he, he had ah. accomplished so much in the military and it what it was sort of, he felt being devalued because he couldn't talk about it. So we said, let's just do a, a bio. So, you know, with your military accomplishments that still related to his career. And so that went in that featured section and he actually got an opportunity, an executive VP contacted him and and about that bio, he was a military, uh, prior military veteran, and um, he loved it. He was just like, I've never seen anything like this. So I think the executive bio shows a different personality, uh, different mm-hmm. side of you. And it also shows uh, additional accomplishments that you may be able to portray as well. So, And then you can use it for speaking engagements and different things like that. A lot of people- I believe that's uh, actually
0: that, where I posted. Uh, our uh, our show today. It's a great place if you have something happening every week, like a show or a podcast, yeah. or maybe if you have a book coming out or a workshop. It's a great way in the featured yeah. section on LinkedIn to throw yes. a little highlight to what you have coming up or a recent publication. A great way to really Absolutely. share that with your network.
1: And a lot of people don't yeah. know that that exists. You have to customize that and add to your profile. And it, you know that featured section is where you. Display your brand journey, you know, and I always say your journey, your, your brand is a journey. It's not a destination. It's going to grow over time. So you can, you know, add a certificate that you get, or if you're, um, you know, speaking at an engagement, you can have someone take a picture and put it there. Um, You know, it's just a great place for a lot of things, but we definitely put the executive bios there as well. Great question. Great
0: tip. And Tola says, wow, awesome. Thank you. So, if you're watching right now and you have a question for Deidre, now is the time. I mean, she is here to answer all your questions. You don't have to go to one of her workshops or, or track her down into speaking engagement. This is the time, right, to engage with her, take yeah. advantage, and learn all the tips and tricks that you can to stand out in this competitive marketplace of job searching and recruiting. Achochi is joining us all the way from Nigeria Oh, my goodness. Hi. Isn't that crazy? And I want to give him a big shout out because he has watched almost every weekly, bi-weekly engaged show that we've had. So, Achochi, thank you so much for your nice. support. We really appreciate you watching our live stream show and participating as well. Yeah. All right. Someone on LinkedIn, LaToya Bailey, wants to know if you're currently accepting new clients, Deidre.
1: Absolutely. For sure. Always.
0: We will share Deidre's contact information when we wrap up the show, LaToya, so you or anyone else joining right now can make sure to contact and reach out with Deidre after the show and uh, explore whether coaching by Deidre might be the perfect opportunity for you. So. One of the things we love at here at engage is bringing people together, giving people the tools that they need, whether, as I mentioned at the top of the show, whether you need a a chat box on your website, right? And maybe you even need an agent to man the box, right? Answer questions, gather information from people visiting your website. Maybe that's what you need. Or maybe you do need a live coach like Deidre, who can help you with rebuilding your brand, That is what we're all about, and that is what this live stream is all about. So LaToya, thank you so much. And LaToya says thanks as well. I'll pop that up on there. LaToya, you are more than welcome. Sure. All right. I've got two more questions I want to get to as we kind of dive into some of these tips and tricks. Let's talk a little bit about what and how to post on LinkedIn. How do we attract a recruiter to notice us? Or, or how does a company, when they're rebranding, know what to post to attract their target demographic? Any tips you can share on posting, Deidre?
1: Yeah, Absolutely. First of all, let me explain the reason why you post. So there's an expression that I call career branding. Uh, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, you know, it started off more as a social networking environment or platform, but it's gone to more of a social marketplace where you are the business of one, right? You are the brand, you are the product. And so when you think about posting, you want to think about uh, thought leadership, Right. Every every individual can bring so much thought leadership based on their own past and experiences. The one question that I want to pose to all of you is: No matter what industry you're in, no matter what level you're in, mm-hmm. ask yourself: What problem am I solving? What problem do I solve every day when I go to work? And when you start to understand the problem that you're solving, you can begin to uh, curate content that helps you to speak to your audience, which brings me to another point. You, you should know who your audience is. And that's where you definitely want to start before you start posting, because you know who are you connected to to begin with? I often say your network is your net worth.
0: Ooh, I like that. Your <laughs> network. Everybody write that down. That's going to be your you know, aspirational quote tomorrow when you wake up and you get on your laptop and you're like, I'm going to judge my LinkedIn profile. I want to stop the digital traffic, people. Your yeah. network is your net worth. That makes so much sense.
1: Yeah. So if I'm only connected to friends and family, I'm not, and I've got family on this call, so I mean, I'm not trying to say anything <laughs> wrong with that. Nothing against that. But how can they help you get to where you're trying to go so think about the, mm. the connections make them valuable because who you connect to if you mm-hmm. connect to the target companies that you're trying to get in or if you're a business owner and you are looking to attract a certain target customer you want to mm. have that you know customer in your your network so whoever's going to help you that audience those influencers. to help you at the target companies that you want to get into that's who you want to put into your network and when you do that once you identify who is my network now Mm -hmm. speak to that audience once you know who they are now you want to speak to them in a voice that they'll understand that's going to attract them to you so as a career seeker you say what do i post so maybe I am a marketing coordinator and I'm aspiring to be a marketing director one day. I just want to move up into marketing. Okay. I may want to put uh, identify some companies that I want to work for. I mm-hmm. may want to uh, connect with people that could hire me in that okay. field, maybe okay. marketing directors or vice presidents of marketing. You know, mm-hmm. if to put a whole lot of marketing coordinators on the same level as myself, I mean, that's not going to help me to get there. So now that I have all these great marketing executives in my network, how do I speak their language? How do I show thought leadership that would get them to understand, you know, what I'm passionate about? So what do I post? I want to post things that have to do with marketing to show them, you know, um, or myself, even the skills. If I got a marketing, if I got a certificate in the space, maybe I can talk about that. If I mm-hmm. took a class on LinkedIn and I really enjoyed it and it meant something to me, um, right maybe that. So you want to again feed your audience is what I say. Valuable content that has to do with your space or you can just give your own thought leadership. If you could even if you can't think of anything, find an article that's on marketing that you really like and just give your thoughts on that article. What's going to happen is your audience is, is going to continue to see what you're posting and you're you're branding yourself. Again, you're that product. That's career branding. You may show them a little bit of skill. You may show them how you think. Okay. And that's, what's going to attract them to you. You want to attract people to your profile by what you're posting. So you should be really careful what you post. It's not Facebook. I always tell people it's not Facebook. Uh, (laughs) Let it be valuable and feed your audience what they may want to know about you.
0: This is fascinating. I literally I would have paid for all this information. So thank you for being here right now and giving all this great information. If you're watching, aren't you freaking out? This is this is incredible. And I think every every little tip and trick that you're sharing is is something that our viewer can literally go and work on tomorrow or work on tonight. So this is incredible. If you're just joining us and maybe you missed the beginning of the show, don't worry, we'll have it on replay on LinkedIn and on Facebook. So follow Engage on LinkedIn and Facebook. That way you can catch the entire show if you're just joining us. I've got a few more questions and then I want to make sure I leave enough time because we also need to talk about this incredible feature that's now going to be available on LinkedIn. So we'll get to that in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. But Joanne has a question for you, and it ties into your discussion or our discussion earlier of of keywords. So let me pop that question up for you. Joanne wants to know, how can you perfect your keyword choices in your resume? Should they be the same as in the job description? What if there is no job description?
1: Great so keyword course.
0: choices,
1: yeah, yeah, Joanne, that is an awesome question. Um, typically, recruiters—that's where it stems from—is the job description, obviously. But if there isn't a job description, where I start my clients is I ask them to identify their top three target roles. You have to—we're in a market to where, when you—if you don't know what you want to do—it's going to be difficult to craft the keywords. So it's important to kind of get established upfront. Where do I want to go to set that roadmap? So I always ask people, I mean, look at where you've been, look at your transferable skill sets, look at what you're passionate about and what you, you know, what you've done. Identify three target roles that you're really passionate about and that you at least meet the qualifications for at 80%. And if you know, there's job mm-hmm. descriptions that exist out there. You can go to Indeed, you can go to LinkedIn. Once you identify, you can say, oh, I could be a marketing manager, a marketing director, marketing director, or a digital marketing specialist. Those job descriptions exist somewhere. They're out there. And so what you want to do is look at the industry standard for those three roles, right? And they're going to have keywords in there. Most companies will want the same skill set in a digital marketing specialist and a marketing manager and a marketing director. And you want to find some of that, those common keywords. It may be difficult for a job seeker to know every one of them, which is why it's just so important to get, you know, a a professional resume writer. And, you know, especially if they're a recruiter, because we know automatically. Deidre, I know one.
0: I know know, know one. Deidre Cox, Uh, career imagery. She's (laughs) looking for new clients. This is incredible. So one of the things you do is help people with their resumes, like you said, because the idea that you could miss this entire world of jobs that you're qualified for, right? Just because you don't have the right words on your resume. Maybe you're almost like living in the past, your past jobs, your past skill set, maybe not your current training or the things you're aspiring for.
1: Yeah. Very, very important. So it it may take some help, you guys. That's why I'm really passionate about what I do. I mean, it's not just writing words. It's the words that's going to get you to your desired goal. And you know, some people may not know. So it may take some preliminary coaching to identify what those passions and what those skills, or you may need to upskill before you get there. But having a roadmap is so key so that you can identify what those keywords are.
0: Great, great answer, time. Joanne. Yeah, I hope you I hope you enjoyed that answer, Joanne. That was a great question, great question. and a wonderful, wonderful response. Okay, I've got one more question before we dive into mm-hmm. our next chat about LinkedIn. So this is from Jacqueline. She says, Deidre, how important are having recommendations? That's a great question because sometimes I notice they're not that common on LinkedIn. I sometimes see profile after profile where I don't see any. But the minute I, you know, see somebody has one, I often see that that person has four or five and then I'm always blown away. Like, you know, not only did they take the time to either gather them themselves and, you know, get them on there, or they've obviously touched so many people that they worked with that they were, you know, almost given to them unsolicited, which also is incredible. So LinkedIn recommendations, Deidre. What are your
1: thoughts? Jacqueline, that is an excellent question. You know, personally, I feel that it's a really key portion of your profile. You want to optimize every section. If LinkedIn put it in there, they realize that there's value to it for recruiters. We read it. We want to know about the person. So a recruiter is going to look everywhere. Not every recruiter is going to put heavy weight on it, but why not have it? My clients come to me and the first thing they look at are my recommendations, because if you can't, see what other people think of this service that's what they want it's just like reading a review to me it's like reading a review again we said we're not going to buy a product without the review well recommendations mm-hmm. are honest they are truthful they are going to tell you about that person soft skills and hard skills um you can find out so much so i absolutely read it i enjoy reading recommendations and i highly suggest you building that that's a part of your network Um, Mm -hmm. building that up on your profile so that people know really not just who you are, but how you do what you do. And it can be validated. So it's the same as going in an interview. Don't just say you're adaptable, but can't give an example, a tangible example of how you're adaptable. So recommendations are the same way. You know, we don't want to take it at face value. You may put all these accomplishments in your bullet, but that recommendation is going to validate, oh, this person did an amazing job for me. And then they may go into detail. So absolutely. And get them at all levels, not just your peers. Make sure you get leaders all the way up to executives. Make them well-rounded. Good question.
0: Great question. Yeah, Jacqueline, thank you so much. Yeah. And Joanne says, thank you so much for sharing your insights on the keyword well, and the job job description question that she just had. Okay, we are going to touch on now really a brand new feature that LinkedIn is rolling out. Let's talk about this 22nd brand new LinkedIn cover story feature. Um, We actually shared this as our Engage really news of the week uh, about a week ago. It's brand new. It's just rolling out. Deidre, what has been your experience with this new feature and how do you think this can benefit job seekers and recruiters?
1: Oh my gosh, Marissa, I am so (laughs) excited about this feature. I think that there's a lot of people that don't understand the power of video. Um, it, it helps you to get to know the person. Just like you, you guys seeing me, it's it's you're seeing me live and in color, you get to see who I am and my personality. Well, that feature that comes out, uh, if you've heard of stories before, Instagram has stories, Facebook has stories, I'm sure you know what it is. But the difference with the cover story is that it's gonna, your profile picture is going to kind of come alive for 20 seconds in a story when someone visits your profile. Uh, and it gives you that little snippet of, of an opportunity for you to give your, your elevator pitch. Right. So it gives the, the, um, the, the that individual and or business owner, right. An opportunity to discuss what they're, what problem they're solving, or it kind of like a mini cover letter what it is that you're looking for, or just an introduction of who you are. There's so many things that you can do with that. It's only 20 seconds, but you want it to be very impactful. But it's 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 amazing that your profile can come alive. A lot of people shy away from video, uh, but this is gonna really give recruiters and uh, hiring authorities an opportunity to get to know a little bit more about you than just a still shot. They get to really experience your personality. So it's I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it.
0: I think it's a great feature because at the end of the day I think we can all agree that not only is the you know world of job searching and recruiting changing because of you know how digital everything is as we've shared this digital resume era and changes right. and upgrades and automation and technology. So we've got that aspect right where things are changing and they're changing rapidly. Mm-hmm. But now we're also trying our best Whether we're recruiting or we're job searching or changing careers, we are all doing our best to really adapt to this new way of life, really, because of all the pandemic, uh, all the pandemic things kind of going on, and also because the world continues to globalize, right? So not only were people working remote before, maybe for a company that was in a different country, but now people are for working remote, even if the company's just right down the street. So you need to not only be able to stand out in this digital resume era with the right mm-hmm. keywords that we discussed, right? That's right. The the right images and the branding that Deidre can help you with, right? On LinkedIn. That's right. Um, but also making sure that your LinkedIn has all the tools that are available, like the features, like the recommendations, And now this brand new idea of a 20 second chance to give somebody your personality or the problem you're going to solve for them, or your, as you say, elevator pitch. It's pretty incredible.
1: I'll leave you with the the five elements of branding. It's really important to know this Um, when you're thinking about a career brand. And I'm going to look at my notes to make sure that I get it. So brand personality would be one. Uh, you want to show your personality and the cover story gives you an opportunity to showcase that personality, even if it's just for 20 seconds. Um, obviously as an executive bio was another way that you can show a different side of you. So it shows a little bit of that personality. You have to be memorable in the creation of your brand. Number two Mm -hmm. is brand promise. Okay. Brand promise is sort of like, what are you, what's your promise to that? Um, to your audience or to that company, right? What value are you bringing? Um, Your value proposition, right? And you all should know, again, what problem you're solving, remember? Your Mm -hmm. brand story is number three. What is your story of success? That's what a lot of people come to me for because they have challenges identifying their tangible accomplishments and they need someone to help narrate that story. And that's what we do really well. So that's what the LinkedIn profile gives you an opportunity to do if you fill out the content right there, a lot of people just do titles and dates. That's not telling me anything. I want to read something about you. So your story is important to be told brand position is number four. You have to be positioned for success. This is what we talked about in terms of the keyword algorithm, um, you know, in, in the way that you position yourself so that you're discoverable. And finally, brand associations, we said it, your network is so important to make sure in in your brand and developing that, that you're uh, positioned to be connected to the people that will help you get to where you want to go. So just remember those five elements when building your brand.
0: I love it. And I made a little acronym. It's PPSPA, right? It's personality, promise, yeah. your story, your position, and your association. There you right. go. And this is incredible because it is true. Your network is your net worth. As Deidre has pointed out to us, it's so obvious, but it's so easy to overlook, especially if you're so busy trying to plug everything right into your LinkedIn. Well, don't forget your network has to also be there. So make sure you give your LinkedIn profile just as much attention as you That's give true. the network. That sees your profile i think that's a great takeaway from this talk today as well for sure we have a lot of people commenting deidre just saying how valuable this is um and I, I hope i pronounce everybody's name right Amira says this is just so valuable so thank you for sharing that thank comment you. and rogerio says that's a great session thanks so thank if you have any last comments you want to pop in the comment section feel free to do that now And let's take a moment, uh, Deidre, I want to share with the audience how they can connect with you after the show. You're filled with tremendous insights. You're so good at what you do. And if someone needs help with branding or wants you to help them with their LinkedIn profile or help craft an executive bio or something of that nature, what is the best way for them to connect with you? LinkedIn. Mm, I'm <laughs> not surprised, right? The queen of LinkedIn <laughs> says connect with me on LinkedIn. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And let's I, I'm always with... on LinkedIn. Oh sorry.
0: No, you're no, good. I'm always good. on
1: LinkedIn. So yes. Yeah, so sending a message, you know, I, I'll always typically respond rather quickly. Um, within, within the hour typically. So that is definitely the the quickest way to get in touch with yourself.
0: Let's squeeze in one last tip because you just mentioned messaging you on LinkedIn. When someone wants to connect with you on LinkedIn for the very first time, do you think they should also always include a message, even if it's very, very simple and basic, or do you feel like it's okay to just click connect to connect with somebody?
1: Yeah, I think anytime you can humanize, you know, the mm-hmm. process of connecting, that's going to be important. Um, I can't tell you that I've always done it. Um, I think just if you're connecting with light connections, uh, sometimes you may be able to slip one by, by just, you know, mm-hmm. like if I'm in marketing and I'm connecting to marketing professionals, they may just, you know, hit, you know connect just because they see the commonality. But what if right. there isn't uh, a common ground there? And you know, some people are really protective about their their networks, um, especially the higher mm-hmm. up you go. For sure, on the executive ranks, uh, when you're trying to get to that target hiring authority that you want, generally speaking, you want to definitely send a message uh, as to why you're making that connection. I think we're all on the platform for the same reason: to build valuable connections. And if you just Put a few lines in there as to why you feel this would be a great connection or partnership mm-hmm. for you in the future, uh, or make a note of something that you saw in their profile so that mm. someone knows that you have a an interest in what they do. It's not just a canned message. Um, it right. can create value and create that uh, connection for you. So I think it's very very valuable in general.
0: So the so the takeaway is today when you connect with uh, Deidre on LinkedIn, make sure in the in the uh, message section when you connect that you yeah. drop a note and tell her you saw her talk today on Engage. Absolutely. How about that? And
1: that you love her.
0: Way. Yeah, I love it. And you love the star. I liked the star S-T-A-R. Um, okay. And then let's talk. You are the founder of Career Imagery. And let's talk about why we would send somebody to your website. What are they going to be able to find there that might help them in their endeavor to build their brand?
1: Definitely. Well, there, number one, you could also book time for me there. You can also Mm -hmm. see our resume sample templates. Um, You can Mm. find a gallery of images that shows you how to show up powerful. I have a very interactive website uh, that will really uh, help you understand why the transition from the paper to this digital resume era. So I give a lot of tips on that. Uh, you get to see all of our packages, uh, you know, from, from your resume and LinkedIn to coaching, to helping you build a network, executive bios, you name it. We do the full gamut and take you from that entry point all the way to the offer. So you get to see all the packages and products that we have. So absolutely visit us, www.careerimagery.com and book some time with me. Uh, If you don't reach out to me on LinkedIn, you can always do it there.
0: Wonderful. I'm sure a lot of our audience members will take advantage of that. You're so insightful. So I'm going to end our time together before our Engage News of the Week with a couple other comments from Achochi. He said, hello, Marissa. Thanks for the shout out. Thank you, Deidre, for the insight. And then he also goes on to say, I'll definitely connect with you, Deidre. So kindly, please accept my connection request.
1: I will, and I'll take that as your uh, your uh, your message. So you're in there.
0: <laughs> awesome! I love it. Well, Engage is all about connecting, communicating, giving everybody the tools they need to grow, scale their business, build their brand. So. We've got the Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week coming up in just a moment, so don't go anywhere. But Deidre, this conversation was so insightful. I made so many notes. I myself am going to go back and re-watch this show. So on behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage and our audience today, I want to thank you so much for all of these great tips on LinkedIn and all these great feature ideas and, and just things that people can do to stand out in the digital marketing our digital resume era, I should say.
1: Definitely. Well, I had a blast. Thank you so much. You guys were awesome. And thank you for Marissa for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, my pleasure. I might have to have you back for another show because I feel like we could talk for days on how to get, you know, the traffic stopped online. So Mm -hmm. wonderful tips. Thank you so much. And uh, you guys, say goodbye to Deidre. Another uh, LinkedIn user, by the way, says, this was awesome. Thank you. I want to get every comment in before I say goodbye to thank you. All right, guys, Deidre, thank you so much.
1: Bye-bye, everybody.
0: It is time now for our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. Now, Every single week, we're going to to share with you either a piece of news, a trend, or a tip that is changing the way that we do digital marketing. And today, we are talking about Clubhouse. So if your business is on Clubhouse and you're looking for Clubhouse tools to enhance your experience, we want to share an article with you that was recently posted by the Social Media Examiner. I'm putting the link up for you there so you can screenshot the screen and then visit that link at a later date. You'll find mainly third-party clubhouse app tools to help you create better bios, to help you manage events, track analytics, and more. I hope you found this helpful. You can check that out. The link is there for you and of course, all of this great information today is brought to you by Engage. If you have not yet visited Engage.com, make sure you do that now that the show has wrapped up. It's wwwn to check out all of their free forever communication tools, including the opportunity to have live chat on your website and also to have a functional, easy-to-use inbox to manage all all of your communication channels like email and social media and live chat as well. So make sure you check out Engage. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn as well. If you're just tuning in and you missed the show, or perhaps you have a colleague or a friend and you think that all of the insights today from DJ would be helpful for them, you can follow us on LinkedIn and there you'll be able to see the replay of today's show. And from there, you can obviously share the link to the show as well. If you have any topic suggestions or If you're interested in knowing more about LinkedIn, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm, or did I say information about LinkedIn? I meant information about Engage. It's Deidre Cox. She's the LinkedIn profile expert. I am the Engage expert. So if you'd like more information about Engage, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Or of course, you can email me at marissa.m at engage.com. I want to thank you guys all so much for tuning in today. Remember to follow us on LinkedIn. And be sure to tune in Thursday evening. We're going to do a little bit of a later show, Thursday, I believe, at 7 p.m. Eastern. Our guest is going to talk about when you've done everything that the LinkedIn pros are recommending and you're still not getting the business that you expected, what you need to know. So we're going to share what you're missing out on, and that will be Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have a few more comments. Rogerio says goodbye and thank you. Jacqueline says totally awesome. And Amira just corrected me on how to pronounce his name. Amira. There you go. Feel free to always correct me. And just to say goodbye, I do want to bring Deidre in one last time because Deidre, you just rock. And I'm so excited that you shared so much wonderful information today with our audience.
1: Absolutely. I had a good time. Thank you so much. And it was a wonderful audience. Great question.
0: Absolutely. Wonderful questions. We'll be looking forward to connecting with you all now on LinkedIn. On behalf of myself and Engage, thank you guys all so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.